Welcome back. We're at episode two of the Misadventures of the Millennial Virgin podcast. Here we discuss the unspoken truths about faith, life, love, and sex. If you're new, I am your host, Mia Cresswell. If, again, if this is your first time tuning in, thank you. If you missed episode one, I need you to pause like really quick and go listen like right now, okay? It's that serious. <laughs> no, but really go listen, and but I'll do a recap in the meantime, just so you can get an idea of what you can expect. Um, so last on episode one, we just discussed my inspiration behind starting this podcast, which is really just conversations that I've had with my peers about our perception and our experiences with faith, um, the good, the bad, the ugly, um, life, love, and sex. And we just really how all of our experiences with those things typically, it shapes who we become as adults. Um, we also talked about how we're all on a spiritual journey and a quest to become the better, best version of ourselves and the best version of ourselves that God would have us to be, right? Now, of course, in this thing called life, we're going to have some hiccups along the way. And so this is a free and open space to be honest and to have necessary conversations, okay? Finally, we also touched on Own Your Peach Incorporated. We talked about grad school. We talked about how you can go visit my website right now, miacresswell.com, so you can be notified when new episodes are available, okay? Or you can find it on anywhere that you can listen to podcasts. Wherever podcasts are available, you can check us out there, okay? All right, so let's go ahead and jump, in right to, uh, jump right into episode two because we do not want to waste any time, okay? It's that serious. <laughs> now, I'm a little, you know, I'm a little quirky, so you're gonna have to bear with me. I laugh at my own little comments, my own little jokes. So if you're cool with that, you're, if you, and if you do the same thing, you're in good company, right? <laughs> Anyways, faith. So we're going to dive into faith. That's what this episode is about. Um, just the journey of faith and the unspoken truths about faith. It is not a new discovery that various forms of religions or religious institutions have their own set of values that guide a person's life, right? For me, for example, I'm a Christian, so my values come from the Bible. Um, there are, however, a lot of things that remain unspoken because it's just expected or it's just assumed that we're doing these things, or it's assumed that we have it all together. But raise your hand if you do not have it all together. Raise it all the way up as, as, as far as you can, because I'm doing, I'm raising mine right now. You can't see me. <laughs> but you're in good company if you fall into that category. Um, so today we're just going to chit-chat about some things that remain unspoken and really need some to be addressed more to help us live, um, live by faith and to give us some ideas for practical living when it comes to faith. So, and again, I'm speaking from either my own experience, conversations that I've had with my peers. And so one of the biggest things that we struggle with in our, even in our faith is comparison. Y'all, Comparison is the thief of joy. I think we've probably all, most of us have heard that before. And so a lot of times we fall into this comparison trap because we see that somebody else has something or they're doing something and we think that should be me. But no, stay in your lane. <laughs> Staying in your lane, help is the cure for comparison. 
okay? Staying in your lane means you know, and I know, that God already has a plan and a special purpose for our lives. He made us all unique, and he made us all with our own talents. And even if we're both, for example, let's say two people are hairstylists. Those two hairstylists do their own thing. They're able to do it on, in their own way, and that sets them apart, all right? And so we're all set apart. Now, staying in your lane, it also means that you are prepared and you are seeking God's purpose for your life. Because when you're seeking God's purpose for your life, you won't have time to worry about what everybody else is doing and figuring out ways, oh, well, why does she get to do this or why does he get to do that? No, when you focus and you're like, okay, you know what, Lord, use me, help me, grow me so that I can get on the path that you want me to be on. So when, I, when, when I'm too busy doing that, I don't have time for a whole bunch of extra stuff. So... Um, also, staying in your lane means that you're also ready to live a life that will glorify God. Let that sink in for a minute. What can that, what does that look like? Have I or am I evolving into full womanhood or manhood if you're listening? Because we, I don't discriminate if you're a male listening. Thank you. I appreciate it. But specifically women, am I evolving or have I evolved into full womanhood? Now, what does that look like? All right, this may include truly taking time to view myself through the eyes of God and being made whole in that truth, in his truth, not my own truth, not the world's truth, but in God's truth, right? Do I really believe that I'm fearfully and wonderfully made, that I am unique, that I am loved by him, and that I'm capable of doing anything that I seek him and set my mind to do. Do I really believe that? Now, let's be honest. The world has this whole life thing confused, all the way confused. That's what my mom likes to say. <laughs> and we live in a society that devalues women and teaches women to devalue ourselves. And what happens is we get so bogged down and we're so focused on these false ideals of what womanhood is that we, we don't have the energy and the time to focus on what it really means to be a woman in a fully... Um, and to grow into full womanhood. So evolving into full womanhood, it might also look like learning new ways to nurture the relationships around us because we're secure in ourselves and we're like, you know what? I understand that I do not have it all together and I can use some improvement in the way that I engage the people around me, my family, my friends, and the people that are close to me. And so when we're doing that, something that's really important to remember is that like our upbringing really creates patterns that we carry on into our friendships and our, even in our romantic relationships. And what we have to do is just see how these patterns work for us, see if they work for us, if they're hindering us, if they're working for us, say, you know what, okay, I can keep that up. And if those patterns are negative or if they're hindering us and they're, set, they're, they're setting us back, take a step and say, you know what? this doesn't work for me. This doesn't enhance my life. This is not glorifying God. This is not helping the relationships around me. So let me get rid of that. Let me get rid of that baggage and pick up some stuff that's gonna, you know, make me stronger and make me grow into full womanhood. Doesn't happen overnight, okay? I am not saying this because I've arrived because I am still a work in progress. I used to be a whole hot mess. Now I'm like half a hot mess sometimes. <laughs> I'm just being honest. I am extremely passionate about the things that I believe in. And so, you know, that that comes off a certain way sometimes to people. But when you really get to know me, you know that like I'm I, I have the best intentions, but it, it really requires being self-aware of 
how, who we are and being okay with that, knowing, okay, I can improve in this way and I can be a little more gentle in this way, but still knowing like, even with all my flaws, like I'm still who God created me. Like I'm still loved by God. I'm still whole because of who I'm, who made me. So that's something that's important as far as comparison. Cause a lot of times we do compare ourselves. Um, something else about comparison and kind of getting out of that comparison trap. And speaking of comparison traps, there's a song by Jonathan McReynolds. It's called Comparison Kills. If you have not heard that song, go listen right now because that song is so, it really is a just a beautiful illustration of the daily struggles that we have as God's creatures, as Christians, that even though like, yeah, I'm a Christian and I'm, you know, trying to live this way, like we still have our setbacks. Like we still, we're going to be riding down the street and see something or see somebody like, dang, that's nice. I wish I had. And we're then all of a sudden it's like spiraling out of control. So that song by Jonathan McReynolds, Comparison Kills, is just a beautiful song. Go listen to it right now. Okay. Another thing that we have to look at when we see it, we find ourselves in that comparison trap is to check our motives, right? So a lot of times this requires like some serious self-reflection and being honest with ourselves because a lot of times we want to do things or we want to have certain things just because it makes us feel good or just because it'll make us look a certain way or give us certain attention or it'll give us some likes on Instagram and Facebook and, you know, whatever else that we use out there. And our motives aren't always pure. Our motives aren't always the best. And we can expect God to put us in certain situations when our motives are not pure. Um, so we just have to check our motives and make sure we're not like, do I want this because this other person has it? Or do I want this because I believe that this is something that God wants me to have and something that God wants me to do. Um, and this is something that's really in line with God's purpose for my life in this particular season. Um, so that's just something that we have to think about when, when we get into that comparison game, because that's what it is. It's like, we got to get out of that game. This is, I don't want to be part of that game. <laughs> so what we're going to do is we're going to take a brief commercial break brought to you by yours truly, the hostess with the mostest. <laughs> Anyways, this commercial break is to promote the second annual On Your Peach Back to School Social and Recruiting Event what is that about? Okay, so as some of you know, on August 18th, we're having our second annual back to school event. And I'm just so appreciative of the support that we had last year that this, this year the event is going to be even better. You do not want to miss this. This event is geared towards young ladies ages 11 through 20. Now, we've had an overwhelming response for raffle items that we requested for local small businesses. And we're, so we're good in that area. I mean, it's just been an amazing response so far. But what we need you to do is we need you to go to www.ownyourpeach.org. Okay. Click on the back to school registration link and register. <laughs> and as always, we need volunteers. So on the same website, www.ownyourpeach.org, click on become a volunteer, contact us, you will be immediately added to our mailing list, and you will be updated about everything that's going on with our back to school event. The flyers on there, everything is on there. And while you're at it, click our donate link, share that with anybody that you know who would like to donate to a nonprofit, 
All donations are tax deductible. We're a 501c3 organization. So if you can't physically give us school supplies, because that's what we've been requesting. If you can't physically give us school supplies and you just want to donate and support, any amount matters, five, 10, $20, whatever it is. Um, it helps us to continue serving our community in the best way that we, we, we need to, that we know how. Um, so that's the last little, that's a little plug, you know, the on your peach plug. <laughs> Anywho. Back to the unspoken truths about faith. The comparison trap and how to uncle overcome that, that's kind of what we talked about so far. And we talked about the importance of seeing ourselves the way that God, not the world, sees us. And it, we talked about staying in our own lane. Because you know how in traffic, for example, we can be driving and somebody gets in our lane and we're like, hold on, like, stay over there, use your signal, you know, get out the way, at least that's how I am. <laughs> and my mom would call it, you know, road rage or whatever, but I'm just like, stay in your lane, I'm gonna stay in mine, stay in yours, and we'll all be good. Um, but we also talked about preparing ourselves for where we believe that God is taking us. And all of those things are great, but... I think that sometimes, even though we're, we want to progress and we want to move forward, I think it's so important to embrace the now. Let that marinate. How often, just throughout our day, we're like, okay, I gotta do this, I need to go do this, I need to, okay, these are my flaws, these are the things that I'm working on, these are my goals. And just sometimes we just need to stop and embrace the now and embrace where God has already brought us. And instead of dwelling so much on, oh, what I don't have or what I want in the future, just tell yourself, I will continue seeking God's purpose for my life, but I will also recognize that he has already done enough for me. And even if God decided not to do anything else, I will still serve him. Can we honestly say that? I mean, I think it's a hard pill to swallow to say, you know what, okay, God does nothing else. I'm good. He has done enough for me. Some days, yeah, I can say that with confidence. Other days, I'm like, you know what, let me hold on. Let me not say something that I don't really, you know, genuinely believe. And I think that's just important just to embrace the now. And because when we embrace the now and we embrace where God has, has us right now, we remember, okay, there's a purpose. Like I'm here for a reason, you know, and can I really say and honestly say that even if things never work out exactly the way I envision them, God is still good, that God is still faithful and that God still loves me. Can I say that with confidence? Yeah, it's, it's way easier said than done. It takes practice. And I know somebody is probably like, well, that's easier said than done. Like I have all this stuff going on and you know, whatever. You're right. It totally, it's much easier to say it than to actually do it. But let me share something that I learned and that I try to continue to learn and practice and apply it to my own life. It's actually something that I learned in my graduate program about human behavior. Everything that we do, it starts with what we think. In all honesty, this is really a biblical principle as well. Um, so a man thinketh, so is he. And I can't think of it off the top of my head. I, um, I'll, I'll put it in the little the episode notes, but so a man thinks, so is he. And so what that means is, for example, in like the social work setting, like cognitive behavior, it simply means that whatever I think, it will reflect in how I feel and ultimately the way that I behave. 
Our thoughts are powerful. Our thoughts are a direct reflection of how we see ourselves, how we see God, and it, it shows up in how we engage with other people. And so even though we're on this uh, Christian journey and, you know, we're talking about faith, it's not a cakewalk. I mean, it takes work. It's not like we just become a Christian one day and everything just is easy as pie. No, I love pie, <laughs> but it's not as easy as pie. Okay. Um, but that's just something I want to encourage you just to let's get out of the comparison trap, embrace the now, know that life is a journey. It's a process to check our motives and to stay in our own lane so that we can be clear and have a clear vision of what it is that God has for us. Okay. So that is the end of episode two of the misadventures of the millennial virgin podcast again new episodes drop every first and third monday now i have a question for you did you subscribe because if you didn't subscribe yet you have to go over to meacresswell.com or go anywhere that podcasts are available and you can listen. And don't forget to share, okay? Because we have some, some juicy stuff coming up soon. So thank you so much again for listening. I hope you enjoyed the episode. Go and rate the episode. Let me know what you think. If you have any topic ideas about um, faith, life, love, and sex, and all those things about the unspoken truths, let me know. Comment, leave a review, send me an email, whatever. Okay, that's all for today, and we'll talk to you soon.